Oi, oi, this is Bush and Ritchie, two days back from our holiday, and we're back with another podcast, Atcha. I love it when you guys send us stuff in, don't we? Yes, we do. We get some interesting things sent into the show, and we do appreciate it. Uh, lovely letter here from listener Luke, who says, Bush, try these bin bags from Costco. No more collapsing bags in the street with these bad boys. <laughs> and he sent me some bin bags off of Costco. <laughs> wow. I can't remember. Were we talking about collapsing bin bags? I, <laughs> we have done some fairly um, eclectic topics on this show. I don't think we've ever asked people to get in touch uh, about how sturdy their bin bag is. I think you have talked about how you've gone out in your grey pants. Tracky bottoms. Tracky bottoms. Yeah. And uh, you've put your bin bag out on the street and it's all like falling apart okay yeah or well, a fox has nibbled at your sack <laughs> i <laughs> why do you do this <laughs> I do, I you do, do it on purpose it's weird the show you're about to hear right we talk about dictaphones and it smokes out a load of people who send in jokes and you can see where it's going <laughs> and i feel in many ways that is the equivalent of what you've just done there don't understand tempting people into murky territory don't understand should we get the should we get the show on <laughs> what were you about to call it yes let's thanks luke absolute radio the hometown podcast with bush and Richie. with tesco mobile it's a rousing Whoa. start to home time today where real music matters, it is Absolute Radio. This is the no-repeat guarantee, final hour of it. It's Bush and Richie. Do you know what? I just put some hand sanitizer lotion on during that song. It makes you feel like you're ready for business. Do you want to whack some on? I'll have some, then have I'm ready as that. well. Thank you. It's more the hand movement. It's the wringing of the hands. It's like, right, let's get down to work. And whilst Richie applies that... Uh, I'm the ready Dave, now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show, he's ready, uh, is uh, basically live from Hollywood all of this week. Uh, they're in L.A. to celebrate the release of the brilliant new Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, and it's fair to say, Richie and I have been living our lives vicariously through Dave and Matt's activities, because mm. they're, they're in L.A., surrounded by palm trees each and every day. Uh, check it out on Facebook. They're posting a lot of their videos there, and it's brilliant to see what they've been up to every time when you wake up in the morning. Uh, particularly yesterday, uh, Dave and Matt happened across the actual van from Breaking Bad, the RV. It's amazing. What Absolutely an iconic amazing. thing. I know. They walk up to it in the back of this sort of like iconic Hollywood lot and there's like a flap on the side that they're just sort of, both of them just peering through and just seeing inside. And you, you are seeing like television history here. It's weird because you, you see it from a distance because they walk past it on their way to somewhere, but you know instantly that mm. that's the Breaking Bad RV for some yeah. reason. It's iconic and I'm very envious because I, I feel like there's nothing like actually being able to physically touch or crawl around something that's that famous, that's a, that iconic that's been on TV. Uh, and, and it's nice when you've got like that, maybe something in your local area that's been on telly. For example, for me growing up in Bristol, uh, you remember where Del Boy has his infamous fall in the wine bar? Yeah. Uh, that was filmed, the front scene of that was a, a kind of old bar called the Granary, right in the centre of Bristol. And even still to this day, it's been changed into someone else now. That's still the bar where Del Boy has his fall. The wine bar, you know what it's I mean? No bad, it's no Breaking Bad RV. It's no Breaking Bad RV, but hey, it's Bristol. It's the best we've got. <laughs> it's between that and Brunel. We're, we're struggling for choice. So listen, if you've got something where maybe you've been to or you've stumbled across an actual thing from a movie or a TV show, let us know tonight on the show, 8, 12, 15. After the police, I'll tell you about a famous bollard. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. I might make my own video of the... 
Is this Jimmy Bullard? It's not. It's not Jimmy Bullard. Right. No, it's an actual Bollard. Um, when Top Gear was good, many many years ago. What would you describe as the peak years of Top Gear? Uh, before they realised it was good. Okay, fair enough. In my opinion, when it was fantastic, um, the three chaps did an episode where they all went caravanning. Okay. Not actually trying to sort of like change a caravan into something. They actually did an episode where they went caravanning. Yeah. And they stopped in a petrol station, and as they drove out, because they weren't very good with the caravans, probably doing it on purpose, James May ripped a bollard out of the ground, well, kind of like bent it, about 45 degrees, yeah. coming out of the petrol station onto the main road. <laughs> that, that petrol station. This story better get a hell of a lot better. <laughs> was just outside Bournemouth, where I used to live. And the great thing is, is that bollard, they've never fixed it. Petrol station's changed and all been tarted up and all that kind of thing. Yeah. The bollard is still at 45 degrees <laughs> in memoriam to that fantastic episode a Top Gear. Do you think the council have left it there on purpose as a kind of ode to the fact I it was would. filmed? Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was peak Top Gear. You can't alter that. It's a bit of TV history, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So, there you go. It's not quite up there. It's not quite with... granary. <laughs> no voice full. And it's certainly not up there with the Breaking Bad <laughs> RV, but that, that would be what I would chuck in. Uh, have you got a thing? Does it have to be in your local area? You might have stumbled across it on holiday, something like that. Well, Kieran says he accidentally came across a working blue police box in Weatherby like Doctor Who. I don't think he's actually <laughs> claiming that it is Doctor Who's police box, but it's a start. He it, gets it. It's a slow, slightly <laughs> underwhelming start to this phone, but we're just, we're just warming up. Deep Blue Summon on the way next. <laughs> vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to say, I think it's probably the best TV series I've ever watched in my entire life, Breaking Bad. Absolutely love it. Right up there. It's the best. I'm like, my other half, Katie, won't watch it. She's not interested. You've not seen 24? Uh, No, never seen 24. Oh, we're going back to where we were at yesterday. <laughs> we healed that. Again. Yeah. We're friends again now. We're friends again now. Uh, we want to know from you tonight, have you ever stumbled across something from a TV show or a film, maybe by accident, or you got something in your local area that was in a movie? Let us know. Annabelle says, my husband and I went to uh, Sicily a few years ago. Husband loves The Godfather. We went to the village where the scenes were shot uh, for Bar Vitelli. Inside the bar, there are pictures of when the film was shot. Amazing. Very cool. Bit of history. And then this from Russ, which I think is brilliant. He's got a picture of him with the actual bobsled from (laughs) Only Ever Gonna Be One film, isn't it? Cool Runnings at the Calgary Olympic Park. Best thing he ever saw in Canada, he says. But it's just even just touching something like that that's so iconic. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, And this is going to be awesome. Uh, We've got Jim on the line. Jim, tell everybody what you have been in. Uh, uh, I've flown in Airwolf. You have flown in Airwolf? Yeah, yeah, genuinely. How Uh, has this been done? Uh, it, it was after the show wrapped. Um, it was actually sold off to private people. One was a member of the royal family, and after that, it was uh, I think it was Aston Martin. Um, after that, so uh, yeah, and after that, it then went to another private company where it's still being used now. So now you can I, find it on the uh, on the internet. I used to absolutely love that TV show yeah. to, to the point where I taped the actual theme tune on a tape recorder because I love the theme tune so much. And were you sat in the front where, um, what was his uh, name? Yeah. The fella? Stringfellow Hall. Stringfellow Hall. Or yeah, were you sat in the back Hall, where, yeah. um, you remember uh, Dominic, the slightly tubby fellow with missing teeth? Yeah. He used to sit in the back. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> I, was, I was in the front passenger seat and then my little sister was, uh, was in the back along with a couple of other people. Jim, that's incredible. Can we go Amazing. back a couple of steps? Did you say that when the show wrapped, Airwolf went to the royal family? <laughs> 
Uh, one member of it, yeah. They used to use it as, a, um, as their own private helicopter. Prince Andrew. It's got to be Prince Andrew. <laughs> Fly, flying him to him from yacht parties. Wow. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Only, only minus all the weaponry, obviously, which is a massive disappointment for everyone. Oh, you never had any guns or anything on it? No, I'm terribly disappointed. Apparently, they kind of frown upon that if you're not part of the military. Oh, it, honestly, health and safety gone mad, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's just mental. Not even Lego. It was, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's... It was green, uh, green when I when I was in it. But yeah, you can you can still find it. I think it's called Jean Noir. Um, so you can you can Google it and find it online. That's something from the fiftieth. There you go, present for Richie. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Somebody has managed to send in a picture of the wonky bollard oh. I was talking about. Is this about. actually a thing? I thought it might just be part of your imagination. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. Carl has tweeted with a picture of the wonky bollard from Top Gear, uh, which got taken down by uh, a caravan uh, just outside uh, Bournemouth, a little place called Ringwoods in the New Forest. So I feel vindicated. Is that, is that the most high-level uh, famous location that Bournemouth's got going for it? Well, w- wonky bollard. <laughs> there might be more, but it's what I thought of. Uh, Felicity Gregory has tweeted the show to say, guys, I sat in the catapult from the... Robin Hood Prince of Thieves movie Oh yeah, sat yeah, yeah. in the cab. Wow, I mean, that's that's brave. It's very, very brave. <laughs> uh, and then this has just come in from Karen, uh, and this is really quite freaky because I watched this film last week. Uh, I was born and lived in Letchworth Garden City, which is where The World's End was mostly filmed. Uh, and obviously this is all these pubs that they, they, they go through. And I watched this last week. What film's that? The World's End. I've not seen it. I <laughs> know, because it's part of the Connecticut Connecticut trilogy. trilogy yeah. Let's not be here again. <laughs> it, no matter how hard we try, we keep having the same argument. It's like but being married. I did look at this and I went on Wikipedia and found all these pubs and I wanted to go and try and do the, the, the Peg and Frost pub tour. I might do it sometime. Uh, do you know what? When I was a kid, I don't know if anyone else listening right now, you used to have to go somewhere for a walk on a weekend with your parents. You used to hate it. We always used to get walked round uh, the Tithe Barn in uh, Bradford-on-Avon uh, by my mum and dad. Uh, it was actually, was it Bradford-on-Avon? Yeah, down by the canal. And I didn't realised until a lot later on that that was actually the one of the main halls where Robin Hood not Robin Hood Prince of Thieves but do you remember the ITV Robin Hood yes the, the hooded one <laughs> that was that's where that was actually filmed the tithe barn in Bradford on Avon that didn't have a catapult to sit in there did was it? no catapult to sit in there that's for sure of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Kathy says, my work friend Anna owns Smithy's car from Gavin and Stacey. That's impressive. And she's tweeted us a photo of uh, a friend Anna waving from the window of the car, which that is pretty is cool. Impressive. Martin says, I own the portrait of Queenie, the one that Blackadder punches Baldrick through from Blackadder's Christmas Carol special. It's in the back of my shed in a sorry state. This has been high grade. It's good. Very high grade. Mark claims to have sat in history. Where have you sat, Mark? So I was um, working at a, a um, racetrack at an event. Um, they, it was just covering the first kid in the stand, and they had the um, Batmobile there. So they let us uh, sit in it. And it was really cool, because it all ran, and the flames and everything was real. So which Batmobile yeah. are we talking here? Which era? The, the, the new one, from um, the Christopher Nolan films. Oh, wow. wow. The actual kind of most modern kind of bat... Because there's been many different versions. I'm, so, I'm thinking old um, Adam, Adam West. I, <laughs> I kind of like that yeah. one, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but the, but the, the one from the Christopher Nolan movies is fantastic. It's epic. Yeah, so you got to go in that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to drive it, but I just got to sit in it for a bit. For a second, Mark in Northampton was Batman. He was. Was it, was it right-hand drive or left-hand drive? It was... 
middle hand drive. Not that you have a middle hand. <laughs> that sounds rude. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I just want to just very quickly uh, get everyone's opinion on this. This morning I made a fashion decision that had huge consequences and implications for the remainder of the day. Uh, let me explain. I was on the train on the way to work quite early this morning because I had a couple of meetings and I was wearing my new jeans. I got myself some new jeans. And when I bought the jeans, I remember there was a label on them that said, why not turn them up for a summer look? <laughs> and I thought, hey, it's the summer. The summer's cracking the flags in Leon C. So I thought, I'll give it a go. So I reached down, rolled them up two turns, two clicks on the dial. And I, was quite, I thought they looked quite good from where I was sat. Stupidly posted a photo of myself on Twitter for backup. You know, what do people think of it? And I got absolutely savage. <laughs> Unbelievably savage. Uh, and just here's just a couple of the comments. Our own Matt Dyson, right? He's in LA at the moment, still has time to go on Twitter. Which has given him a bit of bravado probably in this case. You know, swanning around in Hollywood and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. He says, Bush, are they boot cut? Is it too late to turn back? <laughs> He's in LA, this fella. And Lee says, uh, doesn't bing have rolled up kecks. Obviously, Bing being my nemesis on CBeebies. So, uh, maybe we're getting to the point where if you're of a certain age, you can't roll your jeans up anymore. Is that, and that's quite bad if that's the case. You're in a tricky situation here because obviously... First off, the only point of reference you've got to talk to is me. I'm not, put, <laughs> I'm not putting myself forward as a fashionista of, of any but sort. But you have your own look, Richie, which I, I respect. I have my own look. Um, it's private detective, I would say. Look, it's... <laughs> Coastal private detective. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll, I'll take that as high praise. I think the mistake you have made is that you have rolled up your jeans, but you're, st- you're still wearing socks. I can't. So it look- <laughs> you've kind of got the look of like an uncle who's got trousers that are too short and he's just exposing a lot of sock. Half masts. So I would have thought if you're going to roll up your jeans, and once again, I'm no expert, I'm here to be crea- uh, corrected. You probably should be going sockless. Do you think I did too many turns? I did two turns and it felt like I'd gone round the roundabout one time too many. Do you no, know what I mean I, when you apologise to people on the second pass? I, I think probably two turns, I'm guessing, is around about right. Three's because madness. Because you don't want people to think, oh, his, sh- his trousers are a little bit too short. No. If you go two, then it's re- fairly obvious you've got them turned up. But I don't know whether I could go so- sockless on the train. For the record. I'm a, I'm a, a card-carrying, badge-holding member of the British Transport Social Police. <laughs> for the record, for me, my rules would be, if you're going to see any of me legs, you're going to see all of them. The whole damn so, long. I'm not going sockless. If I'm going sockless, I'm wearing shorts. I'm not turning up trousers. What a summer smorgasbord, folks. <laughs> that little mental image. Love to get your take on this. 8, 12, 15. Is there an age where you can't roll your trousers up anymore? And what are the actual fashion rules? Maybe you work in Top Man or something and you can tell us. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I would say, and I don't want to exclude anyone here, I, I would say that this rule seems to be well and truly aimed at fellas. 
Girls, women, get away with it. You can turn your jeans up, no problems at all. I try and turn my jeans up on the train on the way in, try and embrace British summertime, and I get absolutely savaged off of you lot. Now, we've given a serving suggestion on uh, Twitter, and uh, Matthew's seen it. He says, regardless of age, there is no excuse for those monstrosities. Hey, now steady on. Which is rather brutal. Uh, Clara is uh, killing me with her kindness. She says, sorry, mate, nice jeans, though. They look great rolled down. Very passive-aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Very passive-aggressive text, that one there as well. GQ, I've gone to GQ for, like, some kind of uh, advice here. They know their onions. Uh, saying, the double roll, you should never roll them up more than twice. If you're an average height guy wearing a 34-inch seam jean, rolling them up four or five times would make <laughs> you look like you're wearing ankle weights. Like you're in the Hitler Youth. <laughs> so, so it does suggest that because you've gone twice, you've at least done something right. I was very close to three times, though. I always <laughs> feel a bit sick. <laughs> but it doesn't give any guideline on the age side of things. Come on, if you're an avid roller, let us know. 8, 12, 15, if you think there's a cut-off point as well. Uh, and yeah, if anyone in the retail sector who is in the know on this, we'd like to hear from you. We've got the knack next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I'm holding out a kind of candle of hope. Richie's comment from earlier on that uh, the reason I'm getting a load of stick for turning and rolling my jeans up or trying it out is that I still have my socks on. You think if I took my socks on, off, it might be all right? I think it might make it a bit more acceptable. You should give it a go tomorrow. Give it a little go, see what happens. But I am witnessing a man's confidence diminish Crushed. in front of me right now. Crushed. Not sure John's going to help out. John, we've kept you hanging on. I'm apologising. Uh, where are you right now? one <laughs> Oh, John. Oh, it, what, what aisle are you in right now, John? Tell us. Oh, um, I'm just walking past uh, the baby aisle, but uh, I'm looking for olives, funnily enough. How would you end up in the baby aisle if you're looking for olives, John? Sort, sort your act out, sunshine. <laughs> John, I you're here... I wondering as soon as I had my uh, no-caller ID. <laughs> John, you're here to provide intel on uh, rolled-up jeans. Right or wrong? Uh, no, absolutely wrong. And it doesn't matter whether they are long or short. They are just simply wrong to be rolled up. Never, yeah. never. Oh, never. God, you sound like you hate them. Why, why have you got such a passionate dislike of rolled-up jeans and trousers? I, I don't know why. I just think it looks a little bit odd. Looks, I don't know. It, it, it just doesn't work for me. And, and whether you've got socks or not, sorry, Bush, mate. It's just not on. <laughs> and and where, are you from Australia, John? I am, yes, I am. And see, we don't, we don't roll up our jeans. I was going to say, you guys have got good weather all the time. You don't do rolling up then in Australia? No, no, not much rolling up going on down, for sure. What about uh, a pair of jeans shorts? Would you then roll those? Um, again, uh, never. <laughs> um, never. <laughs> good to speak to you, man. Go and get your olives. Thank you very much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Stereophonics, the bartender and the thief on Hometime with Bush and Richie. Uh, so I'm asking, am I too old to be able to successfully turn my jeans up and get away with it? Simon's just tweeted in to say, Bush, I hardly think you should be taking sartorial guidance from an Aussie shopping for olives. <laughs> he says, I, however, have been wearing jeans in England for four decades. What you need is... <laughs> Some 24-inch flares, a bit too long, so you shred the heel. <laughs> a little bit of cowl. Uh, Lynn is hanging on. Apparently she has some credentials that will help here. Lynn, your opinion? Physically, yeah, I've been in for many years now. And um, the only way I think is absolutely acceptable 
to wear rolled-up jeans is when you're wearing either a tupper, cherry red or oxblood, Doc Martens or black. <laughs> right, yeah. Or converse, anything else, you just look like a tool, so I would not recommend it. Thanks for that, Lynn. And, okay. and what, what, what's your kind of uh, credentials with this? What do you do? Well, I'm a, I'm a designer and I have been for nearly 30 years. Um, wow, okay. And I was also a fashion lecturer as well. Wow. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is this Damn. has shut this down forever. <laughs> Lynn, this is the greatest call. Thank you so much. Oh, Lynn. Cheers. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Total tool, she said. Unbelievable. <laughs> Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Is there a better feeling in modern life than unboxing a new piece of tech? Oh, especially after you might have watched it being unboxed on YouTube first, just to yeah. whip up that sense of anticipation. You've got tight cellophane, then you've got a snug box. Do you get a knife out and take the cellophane, or, or maybe a, a Stanley knife, or do you do it with your thumb? I think a knife is too risky, you don't want to damage what's inside. I like the little... Of a knife, and then it just oh, completely unpeels. I, I, I like using the nail. Do you? Yeah. Old school. And then you unsheath it, and in this case, out came the Google Home Mini. Ooh. Yeah, got I've seen, seen one of these little things. Yeah, that's that's the great thing about them. They're really small. They're very unobtrusive. It looks like the little robot from... Do you remember a sci-fi film from the late 70s, early 80s called Black Hole? Go on. And there's a little floating, hovering robot. Yeah. In that, it looks like that. It's fantastic. Cool robot. And that was uh, an hour of my evening last night, just setting it up and configuring it and downloading the app for the tablet and getting it all sorted out. And I did not realise I had the ability to suddenly change the volume on the telly and do all sorts with it. Your partner, your other half, your wife, <laughs> must be doing her nuts. I sat there turning the volume up of Orange is the New Black without, <laughs> without knowing what's going on, all just because I'd got this, this fantastic new piece of kit. Great fun. One of the modern life pleasures, unboxing new tech. I reckon she thinks she's probably got a poltergeist. <laughs> all that stuff going on. I better tell her. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Hometime. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. And if you've got us on in the background whilst you're having tea, I'm pretty happy with that. It's like being the background music in a restaurant or something, isn't it? We'll have that at this we'll time that. of day, of course. You've got to focus on the food, but we'd love just to be there in the kitchen with you. Oh, that'd be so good. I discovered something about my brother today that I did not know, and that is he's basically trying to bypass modern life by working with the technology of the past. So what, he's not into current technology, he tries to use old tech or no tech? Let me explain. So this all came about from me and my other brother trying to persuade him to enter a team into a little family fantasy Premier League, ahead of the football starting in the Premier League this weekend. Fair enough. As a side issue, I've reactivated the home-time fantasy Premier League. If you were entered in it last year, you should be entered again this year. I'll, Further details to come. I'll be top ten again this year, but... I'm sure you will. More, more details to come. So he comes back and says, oh, do you know what, it's not really my thing. I, 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 don't, I don't do sort of, you know, techie stuff like that. Okay. I then said to him, I said, you, you, you know, you must have a tablet. You know, it's easy, really easy to do on that kind of thing. He goes, no, 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 I don't have a tablet. Ooh. Doesn't even have a tablet. And then went on to say that in his work, 
He actually uses a dictaphone to get people to put stuff into spreadsheets for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gordon Gecko. <laughs> exactly. And that is when I, I could not believe it. I was thinking, this is so simple. Well, so he walks around the office in his braces uh, <laughs> and he talks into a dictaphone and then, what, takes a little cassette tape? <laughs> Someone's got to play that. Someone's got to play it back off his dictaphone to basically do the data entry into a spreadsheet. Do you know, I slightly <laughs> admire the man. So his life must be a, a lot simpler life. But she's 36. He's I'm, younger than me. But yeah, any chance with you, right? This mm-hmm. is the God's honest truth. You get uh, distracted quite a lot by your Apple Watch vibrating and telling you little from messages. I but do. If I've, if you have any conversation with Richie Firth during when the cricket's on, <laughs> his wrist is vibrating like the clappers every five minutes. Unfortunately, a little bit too often yesterday afternoon. <laughs> yes. With the wickets full. Yeah. So maybe he, maybe, maybe this. Uh, Walking away from modern technology that your brother's got, maybe he's on the right track and we're all in the wrong here. He could be, but I would like to find out if you have somebody in your life who in some way, like my brother, is trying to bypass modern life and all the tech that it brings. I'd like to hear who they are and what they do. 8, 12, 15 to text us. Or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. There's a certain irony using text and Twitter <laughs> on this particular subject. If they don't want to touch the buttons, you can text it for them. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and... Oh, I can't even speak. <laughs> Bush and Richie here with Hometime. So we just had a load of biscuits and a cup of tea, you know. I just feel like uh, a toddler that's had the second wind, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Second wind. It's a giddy studio right now and it's all down to some family circle biscuits. It really is. <laughs> it's really picked us up. Uh, the party has kicked on. It's just gone quarter past six. We're talking about people who eschew, if I can throw that word in, uh, in the final hour of the show, modern technology. Uh, yeah, I've discovered today that my brother is actually still using a dictaphone to get people to put stuff into spreadsheets for him uh, because he is so not down with modern technology. If you have someone in your life that is bypassing it in a uh, some kind of clever way, want to hear about it. Do you know what the one thing with this for me is that, do you remember I tried a couple of years ago to get rid of smartphones and go off grid and go mm. back to the old phone and, and it was like a mindfulness thing, which was great in some senses, but you actually cause the friends and family around you more trouble. Yeah. Because you're, you can't be part of WhatsApp groups because you can't be on WhatsApp. Uh, I remember my phone didn't do a thing where you can have a conversation with a group of people, so I'd have to get mates individually phoning me to keep me abreast <laughs> of what's going on. Just an absolute pain. So you've got to worry about that as well if you're going to slightly go off grid like Richie's brother. Dale from Suffolk says, uh, the dictaphone thing is not such a thing of the past. In the estate agency world, I walk around properties describing room dimensions, all the fixtures and stuff on a mini cassette tape that's then listened to in slow motion by our secretary who types up the property particulars. Now I did not know that. And he's 24. Uh, Kipper Ray on uh, Twitter says, my mum refuses to get a modern mobile phone in case she gets hacked. Love it. Still using a 20 year old (laughs) Motorola. That's what the the Russians are after, Gladys's particulars. And... (laughs) Liam Liam says, I only insult people to their faces rather than on Twitter. That's how you bypass modern life. Text of the day so far, 8.12.15, if you are stepping away from modern tech and we've got Nirvana next. Clubcard vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I found out that my brother is using a dictaphone to put stuff into a spreadsheet in his office because he is so technically averse. That is, I would love to hear his narration <laughs> of how you put something into into a spreadsheet. It's like, it must be like battleships. A1. Four grids down. 4.6. Along to the left. A2. 15. Just... 
poor person who's got to do all, do all the typing there. I know. I feel for them. Uh, so we're after people in your life that um, are bypassing technology in 2019. Neil says, guys, I've got a friend who refuses to own any, uh, own any electronic device, doesn't do email, only has a mobile because a friend gave it to him. A few years ago, a girl in a bar gave him a demo CD for her band. He had to buy a CD player to listen to it. Humbled. That is humbled, isn't it? Yeah. The, the things you'll do to try and look good with the ladies, the opposite sex. <laughs> I tell you, it's been interesting. There's, uh, there's that documentary on Netflix at the moment called The Great Hack. You seen that? Uh, yes, I have seen that. It's, I haven't actually seen it. It's supposed to be brilliant, but it's about the fact, the whole Cambridge Analytica thing and how they know what you're doing and what you're spending your money on. Maybe these people who are, are stepping away from technology and going off grid a little bit have got the right idea. But Do you equally, know what I mean? if there are people monitoring like that programme suggests, there's a lot of dictaphone chat today. People are going to think, wow, this has really spiked. Do you know, I, this is so weird you should be talking about it because God's honest truth, two days ago on Amazon, I have bought a dictaphone. So, hang on one second. Absolutely, Here's God's me honest truth. Slating my brother, and I'm working with a dictaphone user. <laughs> what for? Not the first time you said you're working with no. a dictaphone user. <laughs> I, basically, I have these situations where, you know, with our job, you'll have an idea. Someone will do something and think, oh, that's brilliant. We must yes. talk about that on the show. And then if you don't write it down within about 15 to 20 seconds, mm. I've got a brain like a goldfish. I'll forget it. I, I, I think of a lot of stuff when I'm cycling, and obviously you can't write it in your phone when you're going down the side of the North Circular. So you're putting a dictaphone out while you're cycling? Dictaphone in the pocket. It, pull me dictaphone out on the side of the road. <laughs> Quick note to self, it's a bit partridge. With I'll your be rolled up jeans. I know, exactly. <laughs> Monkey tennis. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I, I, wow. I've got and purchased one. This is brilliant. Yes. On the subject of that, uh, Bruce uh, in Hampshire, who's emailed us a joke about dictaphones, it's a show ban. Come on, mate. How, how long we banned him for? Uh, three. three. Three shows, shows. and it's absolutely worth it. Unbelievable. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. We're heading towards the end of the show. I just want to actually apologise for something that I did uh, when we were together earlier on, but you didn't notice me doing it. Okay. Uh, we were in a meeting with our boss, Paul, and our producer, Adem, when we were having our milkshakes. Remember we, we were. We talked about it at the start of the show. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, in many ways, like kids on, on a little holiday. Uh, but he bought some milkshake and we were chatting about the show and stuff like that as well. And as I was looking down at my feet, as I do when we're being told off, uh, I, I noticed your laces, Richie. Right. And yeah, I, I'm I was mesmerised by them. They were like a pair of lassoes. <laughs> Draping out from your shoes under the table. And I was like, I kept looking at him, even when Paul was talking and you were talking and Adam was talking and singing, how has he done his laces up? To the point where, and this is the high uh, end of deceit, and this is what I want to apologise for, I uh, pretended to drop my ID card so that I could reach under the table and take a photo of your feet. <laughs> You're kidding. Because I have to, I just feel like the, the absolute radio audience, the listeners, need to see. What can I see? Do you want to have taking? a little look? There you are there, look. There's your feet, there's your laces. The length of the, the hoop on them. That's an unusual tie-in style. It really is. <laughs> I must have missed primary school the day you were taught to do up shoes. It's very unusual. <laughs> I've never, ever claimed to tie a good lace. Really, I feel bad that this has not been corrected at this stage in your life. No, it's a big problem. Because I thought, uh, as I was looking down at your feet... I could only see your right foot, so I thought, oh, maybe he's just got one of them's a bit off. And then I looked at your other foot, and they're, like, they're both the same. <laughs> they're both as bad as each other. So like, if you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, or at Bush on the Radio, I'm going to tweet. Do you mind me tweeting this? No, tweet it. I might get the help I need. This could be the uh, intervention. <laughs> yeah. The intervention that we're all talking about. So I just wanted to apologise. Apology accepted. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. That's another podcast. That is. Do you know the best thing about it? You've just heard the show talking about, um, you know, old school tech and everything. Mm. Uh, my dictaphone should arrive in the next 24 hours. So uh, if you want to borrow it, Richie, take you on a little test drive, something like that. Have you ordered tapes to go with it? Uh, I, I, I hope it comes with tapes. I'm going to find a little <laughs> CDK90 of that size <laughs> in 19, 2019. I hope it comes with a tape for your sake. Oh. If not, you borrow my phone. It's got voice notes on it. Thank you. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.